everybody and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. It's so good to be here. I am so happy to talk to you about part two of love, marriage, sorry, marriage and strengths. And I'm just going to get right to it. So if you haven't listened to part one, go listen to it now. Do not skip ahead. Stop it. And this will be a continuation of that episode. We'll see you. Uh, so we'll see you when, you, when you're done listening to that. <laughs> Come back here and listen to this episode afterwards. All right, so we're going to just pick up right where we left off. Where we left off, real quick, you said, or I said, I should say, I said, go and talk to your spouse. Talk to your partner. And say, hey, I'd like to take our relationship to the next level. Right? You got some ideas from me about what I thought a good marriage or a good relationship, a good deep relationship would look like. Um, now, I didn't get to share all my ideas. You know, I want, there's tons more, but I want to keep it simple for this podcast. I don't want to overwhelm. So today we're going to talk about specifically how to use your strength support to get that. So there's two simple parts to this. It's not complicated. I just want you to understand the rules. First off, the rule is that we are going to grow this marriage in a way that honors who we are. That means that we're going to honor how we are different. We are going to honor that. You see, the, the, the truth is, like I said before, there are 7.7 billion different personalities on this planet. 7.7 billion different ways of doing things. There is no one good way. The only way that is the best way is your way. That's why the things that you do work for work because they work for you. They don't and they won't work for the spouse because they're different than you. And what I've seen on so many situations, so many spouses that I've, that I've uh, worked with, is how they both have, um, <laughs> somewhere, they have one, two, sometimes three different strengths in their top ten um, that are in the bottom five or bottom eight of the spouse. That's a really good place to start, isn't it? Isn't it? And so, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I can't sit there with you and, and work out these things. And I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm really trying to give you some, some tips and tools that will help. Uh, um, but I, I can't, I can't, obviously, I can't be there right now with you and help you work these out. Because these strengths are more than just what they're described. There's so much more to these strengths. You know, I bet you've looked at your strength support and go, I don't understand what this is. I don't understand what that is. I actually had somebody message me saying, oh, what's activator? Does that mean I activate? You know, it's, I get it. You know, you didn't read the description there. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I get it, but maybe you should read the descriptions. Not everybody has the time or even wants to do that. I get it. Okay. So I'm sorry that I can't be there to work with you individually unless you message me. So go to edipvia.com. Go to work with me, services, okay? Find my coaching tab and click strengths coaching and send me a message and we'll, I'll work with you. It's that simple. But for now, I, the best thing I can do is I can give you a really awesome tip and I want you to see how you have, you and your spouse have strengths that are in your top 10 that are in their bottom eight, roughly. And that right there, my friends, is the easiest place to see how you are different. And what's amazing about this, in order to take your relationship to another level, the way I'm suggesting, it is going to be to love on how different you are in your strengths report. 
So take the strengths report if you haven't yet. It's gallopstrengthcenter.com. Open up the full 34. Don't waste mine or yours or anybody else's time by just looking at the top five. It's not good enough. We've got to look at all of it. Understand those strengths in the bottom five are where your bottom, well, bottom five more than anything, but bottom eight too. This is where things become dicey for you. They become draining. And so if they drain you, but they uplift your partner, you have to understand that there's a good reason for it. You have to understand that, that both of you want the same things. Both of you want lots of money. Both of you want lots of love. Both of you want lots of time. And both of you want to believe in yourselves. You want happiness. Both of you. But your strengths report shows how you do it completely differently. And stop this, oh my gosh, stop the thoughts like, how did I get stuck with this guy or this woman? Don't. It's like, I'm so blessed to be, to be stuck with this guy or this woman. Because look at how different we are. You know, if, you know, it's like yin and yang, right? Your differences make you perfect. This is what's wonderful about deep, committed, long-term relationships. You know, for time and all eternity, like my wife and I. You know, what's wonderful about it is because, is that we are two completely different types of people who make up one perfect person. So let me give you some examples. Like think of a, so what is strategic thinking? All right, here's, I'm gonna, here's a good example. And I see this a lot where one spouse has got a lot of strategic thinking strengths, right? Which means there's a lot of um, thinking and learning and studying and, right? <laughs> Theorizing, or organizing in the mind. And then you got your executor who hates that stuff and prefers to get things done, right? An executor, you can see, would struggle with a strategic thinker because a lot of strategic thinkers' productivity happens in a place that the executor can't see. It's in their head. But believe you me, they are productive. If you're listening to this show as a couple and one of you is a, is a high strategic thinker and the other one's a high executor, strategic thinker, look at the executor and go, yep, he's right. A lot of productivity happens in my mind. This is why I go on walks in the morning. I have to honor my desire to think, learn, and create. That's what I do. I, I do a walk for an hour and a half, sometimes two hours to just plan my day, plan what I'm going to do with my life and my business, and then I record podcasts think, learn, create. It's pretty awesome. But an executor, it's a waste of time. It's like, that takes too long. I'd rather just go do things. Executors love to do to create and think and learn. Executors learn by doing. And they'll do anything. They'll clean, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll do laundry, or they'll do um, gardening. Um, they'll work on stuff in the garage, <laughs> right? Or whatever. Sorry, it's getting loud here for a sec. Pardon me. Okay. So they'll think, learn, creators are productive in their heads versus executors who are productive visually. And I can tell you right now, an executor would be like, well, that's all that matters. And that's the, that's the thing I'm trying to explain, is that maybe it does, but maybe it doesn't. You know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. All right, so let's talk about the difference between a relationship builder and an influencer. 
a relationship builder, if you've got someone, if you're a spouse who's a relationship builder and you're married to an influencer, a relationship builder and an influencer are dramatically different, but they do care about the same thing when it comes to um, getting things done. They both believe that things need to get done through people. At least they can share that, right? But a relationship builder like enjoys seeing people moving forward but needs to connect. A relationship builder will spend time with the person regardless of that person's um, being a positive person or not. <laughs> All right? I mean, not always. I shouldn't say this. Not always. But it, typically, this is what happens. Like, for example, people who are very high includers sometimes have included the wrong people in their life. Sometimes. You know, and so on. Anyway. So a relationship builder loves to see people moving forward, but needs to connect, needs to be present with no agenda, nothing beyond the connecting. An influencer enjoys connecting. It's actually a pretty important part to what they do, but they need to see people moving forward. They need it. It's required. Now, not only do they need to see people moving forward, but they need to see results of those people moving forward. So, guess what? That means that in the relationship, the influencer needs to see the spouse moving forward. In the relationship, the relationship builder needs to feel there's a connection without judgment or a need to move forward. Can you feel that? Can you feel how that would be con contentious? That would be difficult to navigate. It's hard. It's hard when you're a relationship builder who just wants to connect with no agenda. It's hard for them to feel like they're not good enough for the influencer. It's really hard to feel like that, like they're not good enough. And for an influencer, it's hard. It's hard to help this, their relationship builder spouse see that they don't judge them at all. That they don't, they don't believe that at all. It's not true at all. They just need to see people moving forward. It's got nothing to do with not being good enough. It's just who they are. There is no judgment. In fact, influencers who are married to relationship builders do, do their influencing thing or have their, their, most, their most potent desire to move people forward is personified in the, in, the, in the relationship. So, for example, if you're an influencer and you're married to a person who's a dominant relationship builder, you can't help it. You wake up every morning wanting so badly to help your spouse move forward. And it has nothing to do with your spouse being bad or anything. It's not about your spouse being bad or broken or not good enough for you. It's just that who you are is magnified in the marriage. You know, if you're an executor and you love to get things done, oh, you just demand that your spouse get things done too. If you're a strategic thinker and you like to learn, create, theorize, plan, you want your 
spouse, you need your spouse to be like that too. Does that make sense? It's no more person it's no more focused and personified like it is in the relationship, the marriage, the quote unquote marriage. The committed long-term marriage. <clears throat> and that can be, like I said, an actual marriage, right? Man, woman, you know, husband, wife. You know. Um <clears throat> and by the way, what I'm saying there is is that whatever you consider a marriage, right? Okay? I you know this is not about uh, anything other than just a, a, a committed relationship, okay? Husband-wife type marriage, you know, where two people are married, and or there's also long-term partnerships. This is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it also applies to long-term partnerships, like um, like business partnerships, right? Or even relationships that aren't where you're not married. You know, I you know sometimes these relationships can be so. Um, committed, even though you're not, you know, married, married, it doesn't even matter because ultimately in that relationship, it's far more painful to stop seeing each other, to break up or get divorced than it is to stick with a relationship that's not working. So everybody, I want you to know this is the, this is the same across the board. But my point in bringing this up is is in your strengths, it doesn't matter who you are. What matters is seeing the value for how different your spouse is. And here's the, I'm just going to, I'm actually going to wrap up this episode a little bit early because I want to just make this simple for you. When you take a look at your relationship, okay, Think about the thing that they do that drives you crazy. <laughs> okay? And you know, it's funny. I Actually, I've talked about this in another episode. I just realized this. But think about how in your relationship, think about how in your relationship, how your spouse or your partner, whatever you call it, um, think about how they do things that annoy you and understand that there is value to doing things that way. There's absolute value in doing things that way. Not value for you, but value for them. And I'm going to ask you to love on that for just a minute. Just a minute. Here's how you do it. Okay, so you look at your spouse. And you think about the thing that they do that makes you crazy. Or, or that you have no interest in. Okay? And you see how the way they do that has benefited you. Does that make sense? I'm going to give you an example. My wife is an influencer executor. I'm an influencer strategic thinker. I move people and I use thinking, creating, and learning to help me do that. My wife is an influencer executor. She likes to move people forward and she uses just getting things done to help her do that, right? I can always tell um, when my wife is really serious about moving people forward. She, she gets a lot of things done in the house, okay? It's not always, it's just about being productive. 
But how I've seen the benefit of that is obvious, right? There are things that get done in the house that I didn't even know needed to get done. They just get done. And I'm grateful. And it's not because I have a, a maid. I don't have a maid. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just my, it's so easy for me to see how she, her getting things done makes a difference in our marriage, in my life. But I think what's really interesting about that is that there's situations where her desire to just get things done, get moving or whatever, has made it difficult for me. Because, see, I, I don't just go out and blindly do things. I have plans. I can see how things can go wrong. I can see the best ways of doing things. And sometimes the best way to do things is not to start doing things. Sometimes the best way to do things is to wait. Wait. <laughs> and watch. And I'll be real. Sometimes my kids argue. And honestly, sometimes I let them argue. Sometimes. I let them argue. I let them fight. I, you know, I just... I want to see what the heck is going on. Why? Because I have a desire to learn and create and think. I want to see what's going on. I want to understand where their arguments are going and what's the purpose behind them. When it gets to where, you know, people are pulling knives, that's when I get in. <laughs> okay? But my wife doesn't think that way. And so it's easy for me to get frustrated with her if she decides... Like, what are you doing? She'll just go off on me sometimes and say, what are you doing? What were you thinking? You know, honestly, I was thinking very heavily. But I felt like, let's just see how this plays out. What's the harm? Anyway, to bring it back is that understanding how you are different, but being able to see the value for me, as well as seeing how that could frustrate me, helps me realize that I don't want my spouse to change. And I don't want you to want your spouse to change either. What I want is for you to love on how different you are and how sometimes it's a benefit and sometimes it makes you crazy. I'm going to tell you right now in this episode, and then we'll wrap it up on this. You cannot have one without the other. <laughs> you can't have it. Okay? You can't. You can't have you can't have a benefit that your spouse is, you know, the things that's different about your spouse, you can't have the benefit of how you're different without the how it makes you crazy. You can't stop it. That's like when it's like if you're like for example, it's kind of like you know, if you have a dog, okay? And what does your dog do? It barks at everybody that walks by. You can't tell your dog, stop barking, stop barking, stop barking. And then when you're gone, get upset when your dog doesn't bark when somebody breaks into your house. Do you understand? There's a value and a benefit. You can't have one without the other. And by the way, if, if this is you, stop telling your dog to stop barking because that would be stupid because you need your dog to bark when there is something going on, <laughs> okay? When somebody is breaking into your house, all right? If your dog is barking at people by the window, keep them away from the window while you're at home. 
And then when you leave, put them by the window. Does that make sense? So, actually, that's a great um, metaphor for what I'm going to suggest you do. All right? Help your spouse. Okay? See how it works for them and where it sometimes gets in the way. You don't do that, though. You don't do that until you have learned how to do it for yourself first. Ha ha! So your spouse is probably like, ha ha! <laughs> so what you have to do is do this for yourself first. Once you do it for yourself first, and this is, so here's, here's what I'm going to suggest you do to improve your marriage right now. Look in your life where who you are helps your spouse. And then look for how in your life, how who you are makes your spouse crazy. Pay attention to it. Notice it. Recognize it. And after you've learned about that or you've recognized it, you go to your spouse and say, you know what? And you tell them how you came up with this idea. I was listening to this podcast, this weird guy is talking about strengths in marriage. And he told me to look at places in my life where who I am makes you crazy. And then times where who in my life and where who I am in my uh, in our marriage it helps you and this is what I learned I learned that when I do this you love it but when I do it over here you hate it and uh, or you get mad or you say things or whatever and I just want you to know I love you I don't I don't want you to change at all who you are but I just wanted you to know I recognized it and I'm going to do better about it Um, and I'm so glad I did this and I love you and then that's it. And don't be surprised if your spouse goes, well, I want to do that. I'm curious. And then maybe you have a conversation about this on your next date night. So there you go. I'm going to wrap up this episode on that. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you choose to grow your marriage and your relationships in a way that honors who you are and how different you are. And choose to honor that by encouraging each other to be that all the time. Because it's, it's going to make you both, as a couple... Perfect. Have a wonderful day. Share this show with somebody you think it'll help. If you want me to break down your individual strengths and how you are different, go to eddiepvia.com, click on Strengths Coaching, send me a message, and let's work together. That's it. No problem. I'd love to help you out. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the next episode. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.